Hi and welcome to a new episode of Gridiron's Viewer Podcast. I'm your host, Usaid, and today with me is unfortunately not Andre. He's sick today, but we have a special guest, Fabian Kratz. Did I say it right? <laughs> Sorry, man. That, that sounds about right, man. That sounds about right. Fabian Kratz, but that's like the German way. You did good. You did good. <laughs> as good as possible, I did it. <laughs> the people who don't know... Tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, as you said, my name is Fabian Kratz, and I'm uh, 23 years old. Uh, I'm an, a German offensive lineman for the Cologne Centurions. Uh, I've played football for a good 13-ish years now, so I have a lot of experience under my belt. Uh, played overseas a little bit for one year in the United States. Um, I have a bunch of uh, experiences across. Uh, globe actually with with football so it's uh really nice being here today thank you <laughs> did you play high school ball uh yes i did i played uh for the naperville central high school in naperville illinois uh it's an 8a school so it's basically the biggest football there is so it's like you gotta have i i believe it's two to four k thousand of students to play 8a football so it's you have a lot of guys to choose your team from so it's very high competitive. I wouldn't say it's as good as as Florida high school football or California, but it's it's decent. We were ranked nationally, I think, thirtieth or something. So it's it's not a bad school. That's something. <laughs> it was. It was. We were a good it team. Beat actually. Any pro team in Europe, probably. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, we had a bunch of guys that went D one. But uh, it's it's like sixteen and seventeen year olds. They can't compete with twenty or twenty one year olds. You know what the I mean? Experience part hits in. Yeah, not not just experience, but strength and and size. You know, I mean, yeah, we did we did have some big guys, but I think if we were if we were if we would have been to play like a, a let's say Cologne Centurions per se, it, it would have been bad. We would have been, we would have gotten our butt whooped by by the Centurions. <laughs> and I, I think uh, the biggest difference of level of football between US and uh, Europe is just like the strength training because they, they they make you lift weights from a very early age over there overseas. And we don't do that here that much. No, I, I really don't know a lot about football in Europe, but here. Uh, or I mean, in overseas, the in US, Europe. yeah, in Europe, it's kind of afterthought. Usually, players when they hit like 17, 18, they start lifting weights. Right. Yes, that's that's that sounds about right. And in the US, it's more like probably some guys start lifting in middle school, like when you're grade seven to eight. That's when they start lifting weights. That's when I started lifting weights. So does that like mess 30... up your growth spur or something? Uh, no, it doesn't. That's like a so for you, big... it didn't. <laughs> for me, it didn't. But oh, it's like oh. it's I'm uh, uh, one meter and ninety five, like one meter and ninety five centimeters. Almost as tall as me. <laughs> close, <laughs> close. <laughs> Andre is not here, so I can't tell the joke. <laughs> There's a running joke on the show that I'm six six. You're six eight. Well, I'm six four and a half, so I'm close. <laughs> I'm, I'm closer. I'm closer to five six than six six. Well, that's still pretty tall. I mean, everything above five five is all right. <laughs> the ball is four two, probably. <laughs> so, what position do you play, offensive lineman? Uh, right. Yes, I played. 
I, I basically played all across the line. I played four years of center, then I played a couple of years of guard, and then, well, actually, not a couple of years. It was just one year of guard, and then I moved outside to tackle. But I played uh, right tackle for most of for most part. You like must in the US, be pretty good because well, you were invited to the international combine. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I I just play like the way I've been t coached. You know, I mean, I I rely on my fundamentals, and I'm not scared of anyone. If they like, you just got to do your thing. Do your play your technique the best you can at all times, and then you'll be just fine. Like a lot of players tend to overthink a lot of stuff that they've been taught instead of just using it as a, like a toolbox. You know, I mean, like coaches are supposed to give you tools that you can use in a game. And and some players just overthink it, and and they they end up not using any technique at all. So you just got to be loose with it, have fun, play ball, and and play fundamentally sound football. That's what that's what makes you a good football player. Just be coachable, do do this, the things that co the coaches tell you to do, and all of a sudden you will be a lot better ball player than you were before. Well, and again, the NFL the NFL thing was a great experience, but I'm I'm like I didn't make it so. I'm still eager to to make it back there and and get get into the IPP program. That's that's what I'm working for. You're on a good road, at least. Well, Not yeah, a lot I'm, of I'm, 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 true. I mean, I'm on my way, but as I said, I didn't make it, and it's just it's unfortunate. But I got to get back to work and get even better and stronger, faster, and whatever they 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 need me to do, I'll do. So I'll I'll be working. <laughs> because man, I seen your highlights. Half of them, for some reason, are D-line highlights. I don't know why. Well, can you repeat that? What was that? You, half of your highlights are D-line highlights. Did you play D-line? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I played. Um, well, the, the stuff on YouTube, uh, that's that's just my senior year. I, I, I was going to retire after my senior year, but uh, I couldn't. Like I when, when uh, So in 2018, right? In 2018, I had my senior year over here in Germany, and I played defensive end, and that that was I had a lot of fun doing it. And I came back in 2019 after I decided to retire in 2018, and I played a little bit of defensive line, but like for the Cologne Falcons, for the actually for the second team, like not even the the first team. You know, I mean, Is like the not the GFL team. They they don't have a GFL team, but like yeah yeah, I basically was playing with the with the you know the old second guys. League? Yeah, the second team, like they're just like the, not even the the first team at, at the club, and uh, I was just doing it for fun. But like after two games, the head coach from the first team asked me to come up and play offensive line for them, and that's basically when I got back into playing O line. And uh, that was in 2019, and then Corona hit, and once Corona was up, over, right? Yeah, and once Corona was over, I uh, got picked up by the Centurions last season. Which got stuff things rolling for me. Like I originally, I was just going to play ELF football and have have a good time with it. You know, I mean, it's 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 a high level of football, but at the same time, it's not like NFL pro football. You know, what I mean, it's like it's good football, but it's not like the best of the best that you could possibly. You're still able to have a life. Right, right. Yes, that's that's what I that's what I was trying to get at. You you can still have a girlfriend. You can still have you can do your classes and go to work or whatever you need to do. Um, and that's what I liked about it. But now, uh, with the with the year with the past year, 
uh, with all the recognition that I've received from NFL and and the league. I mean, I made it to the All Star game, All Star team, which is a pretty huge deal for me. It was a pretty big deal for me, at least. Um, so I was, uh, I, I'm I'm slowly getting back into into the grind. I mean, when I was over overseas in the U.S. I don't know if you read, but I had like 17 Division One offers uh, to play college football, so I did pretty well over there too. But uh, I decided to not not pursue the college football uh, thing because my uh, when I went back that summer in my junior year, my uh, grandma got diagnosed with Alzheimer's, so I just decided to to stick around and not go back to the States and she passed a year after that. So I think I kind of made the right decision, especially now looking at the whole NFL deal. Um, that's, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily my dream to play college football, but my dream was to play pro football, but, or make a living with, with playing the sport that I love so much. So I'm on my, I'm on my way to, to actually achieving my dream here with, without having, having to have pursued the college football path, if that makes sense. Yes, actually, some people are actually pulling their hair when they hear this. Yeah, the college offers, but I've I received totally a lot of your decision. Yeah, I've received a lot of hate on social media, and it kind of made me step away from football for a little bit. But I, I've I've tried to retire twice now, so I can't retire for shit. <laughs> I can't. I have to keep playing the sport until I can't actually can't anymore. Because <laughs> going from. What? Wanting to retire to the NFL combat, international combat. Yeah, that's, that's weird, like, <laughs> so I can't retire now. I, I got to do, I got to pursue that, that NFL dream. I mean, I, I would probably regret a lot of things if I didn't. So I'm, I'm family I'm, first. I'm, you have all right. time for college. Right. Yeah. I'm not regretting, I'm not regretting that decision, but if I wasn't to continue to play football right now and, and, and do my thing as I've, as I have been this last year, I would probably regret it in like my thirties. Cause, cause you're, you don't want to be the type of guy that like tells your son, yeah, I could have, I could have, I could have gone to the NFL. I could have been a pro football player, but, but I just didn't do it. Like, you don't want to be that guy. Like, you don't, <laughs> I mean, I that, that I, I could have, should have, would have. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you have your reasons not to do it, sure. You don't have to, it's not for everyone, but if you have the driver, if, if it's your dream, you should probably pursue it. Even if it scares you, because like, the time I got the call from the NFL, like, hey, we they they just they were like, hey, we we really like what you did, and we would like you to come out to London and see a workout and, and all that. It it scared me, you know. That phone call was scary, but at the same time, I I kind of embraced it and really grew from from it as a person and and as a player, especially. I mean, the the experience I've made this year there are definitely going to help me out in pushing to that IPP spot next year. Yeah, we hope so. I mean, me too. Call, <laughs> about that call, did, did you did you ever get the thought like I'm actually good enough to play the NFL? No, no. I mean, you never think that you're good enough. I mean, especially in, in a sport like football. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm almost a hundred percent sure it's not just me, but if you played in a game, and and even though you won, but you played bad. The first thing that you're going to do when you come home, you're going to watch film and try to get better from it. Like you're trying to hold yourself up to a high standard. You're always trying to do your best. You're always trying to play the best of the the best of your ability. And and that's unique in this sport. I'm actually the opposite. If I win, I just rest. (laughs) You don't care. The next next week. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, and that, that, that's fine, man. If you play, if you play to, to for fun and, and play for, I mean, of course, everybody plays to win, right? But I also a lot of players play the sport to be better, to be the best athlete they could possibly be, and and that's what you need. That mindset is what you need to have in order to actually make it to the next level. Where whatever level you're playing at right now, if you want to make it to the next level, there's a ton of shit that you need to get right and and just get just straight now like you need to eat right sleep right work out right rest right and there's a lot of things that you need to take care of in order to actually achieve uh the the best of the best in your body if that makes sense yeah actually now i'm trying to get to the alf or at least outside of sweden right so we're working Uh, hard good luck good luck man good luck yeah i'm pretty sure that we might be teammates <laughs> if you're if you're coming to Cologne, uh, for sure, for sure. One on one, me man. <laughs> <laughs> what position do you play? Uh, defensive line. Defensive line. Yeah, that's that's do it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> what do you play defensive end? Reach up to your thighs. <laughs> what? I'm five four and or five five on a good day. So <laughs> on a good day where you slept and in, in the right position. <laughs> yeah, it the, the day before. <laughs> so the ALF, how is the ALF? If you oh, that's amazing. To, like that's the amazing. high school you play that. Oh What's it's hard it's hard to oh the level. Um I think well I'm I'm gonna step on a lot of toes here but um go ahead. <laughs> if i play when i played overseas i felt like the either the game slowed down for me which is possible but i felt like the game was a little quicker on high school level actually like the get-offs and stuff except for for like kyle kitchens and the other standout defensive lineman i felt That's like he's a monster yeah he's a monster he's, he's he is he's tough to block he i played him two ta- two games and uh it How wasn't fun. I, f- I felt good because I had to actually did not allow a single sack against him. So <laughs> that's good. But Great, uh, because I don't think anybody else. Did. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. If especially if you play two games against him, I mean, it's not it's not fun lining up against Kyle Kitchens like all afternoon. It, it just isn't. It just isn't. And if everybody, if anyone tells you it is, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying. Um, Who's the toughest player you ever faced? Ooh, the the toughest player I've ever in faced in the ELF. Let's go ELF. In the ELF, okay. Um, Unless you so played Jadavian Clowney in high school or something. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I played Solomon Jackson, and he was a four-star recruit. And I was gonna say that he was the toughest guy I've ever played against. But yeah. uh, if it's if it has to be ELF, I'd say it's probably Kyle. Or, but I actually didn't play against him. Only practiced against the guy. It was uh, the guy from Berlin Thunder, the guy who made it to the IPP program, Ayado. It's, his name is really complicated. Um, the African guy. Yeah, I, I think I think he's African. Let me check real quick. Uh, his name is uh, Adayo. Uh, wait, wait. Adedayo That he he's a tough guy, man. He's fast. He's actually. I have talking to him. He will be on our podcast soon. Oh, he is. That's that's good. Man. He he's a tough he's a tough guy, man. He's fast. He's strong. He's big physical. as hell. Yeah, he's big. Uh, when I we have I when I uh, when we were in Berlin or no, it was Hamburg. When we practiced in Hamburg for the All Star game, 
I he lined up in front of me like five or six times when, without pads, and I swear to God, his punch like he he broke my sternum. Like when he <laughs> he landed his one hand, one hand punch on my chest, and I swear to God, I couldn't breathe for a good five or six seconds. And he wasn't even going full speed. Like he's he's that physical. But that's what you like in a defensive lineman, and that's that's the reason why he he made it to a the nasty person. Yeah, he's a nasty player. But but off the field, he he's a nice guy. I mean, I haven't talked to him much, but he seemed like a really really genuine person. How was the All Star experience? Well, um, the well, I can't. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but this the hotel in Hamburg could have been a tad better. But I mean, it, it was a work in progress. It's a work in progress, so it it could it could be an amazing experience in the future. But it was overall. Like the we had this uh, the night where they gave away the awards and stuff. That was an amazing night. The food was good. The people were nice, and and the event overall was just very well thought out. But uh, to be honest, like my room wasn't bigger than our small like cabinet that we use to hang up our jackets and stuff. <laughs> so that wasn't super pleasant. But Your I can't outside the room. <laughs> <laughs> right uh but overall i can't complain at all because i didn't have to pay for anything the league covered everything for us it was a great a great experience and especially the hotel in berlin made up for everything that we had to go through in hamburg even though it wasn't that bad like it was generally a nice nice experience and i would love to uh be part of that uh next year I believe in you. <laughs> they just need to vote for me, man. Top three tackles in the ALF, so I think you got a pretty good shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got, I want, I want to be number one, but you know, I got a lot of time to Being prove that. Tackle, you don't weigh a, a bunch. What? What was that? You actually pretty slim and athletic for a tackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on it. I actually weighed in at two forty, two forty, two hundred forty pounds in London, and they said it was one of the main reasons why I actually didn't make it because of the the lightweight, which is understandable. I mean, they want me to they want me to be at two seventy, and be equally as fast or maybe even faster than I was this year. And I think I can get, I can be a lot faster than I was this year. I mean, I got, I had like three weeks notice of the London combine. So they called me like three weeks before I actually had to get to London. So I had like, what, a week and a half to prepare because I just got off a long season and I had uh, a broken bone and like a partially broken bone in the right knee uh, in the season, during the season, which I, why I had to sit out two games. And then prior to the season, I broke a bone in my left knee. So I actually had to recover from two broken bones in both of my knees. And um, the first 40-yard dash attempt at in London, I pulled my quad, my quad. So I actually had to do the full combine with a pulled quad, which is awful. It's painful. It slows you down. I can imagine. Yeah, I ran my first 40, and it was the worst 40 I've ever ran. It was a 5.5 five, because I pulled my quad. Like, and the five, first. That was your worst? Yeah, it was my first worst. 5.5 five five was my prime years. <laughs> well, I ran a 5.2 after because I got used to, to the pain and shit. But <laughs> the first one was just horrible. 5.5, five, and I was like, what is going on? How am I supposed to finish this? But mm. I finished it, and I was pretty surprised. I ran a sub four 
a sub five on the pro agility. And I actually jumped farther than I've ever jumped in my entire life on that day, even though I had the pull quad. The torn quad must have helped. <laughs> yeah, no, not torn, pulled. If it was torn, I probably if I if I tore my quad, I probably wouldn't be running around at all. <laughs> but <laughs> and 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 the the thing was, they they actually one of the scouts reached out to me after the combine and asked me to send him some more tape of me moving around without my with my quad healthy, which they quite liked. But I guess in the end, uh, the weight probably got too much of it like i was just too skinny right now i'm at 260 so I'll, I'm with me way. two weeks i'll get you to 300 no problem yeah but <laughs> i don't want i don't want any debt weight <laughs> i'm i'm big as hell I'm you big. are big <laughs> i'm i'm small oh, still. I, got, I gotta get big i'm actually better than i sound i'm actually decent <laughs> well the the thing with the thing is with uh with size on the d-line if you can't get your hands inside of an of, of, of an offensive lineman, you're just gonna lose. Cause hand hands wins. Like hands and hands and feet will win in the trenches. And if you have short arms and can't extend the old lineman, you're gonna have a rough time, especially on the outside. If you play D tackle, it's gonna be a lot easier if you're undersized. But if you're undersized at the end, you're not gonna have a great time against uh, top top five guys in the league. I actually played the end, and my parents yeah. thankfully They're... gave me T Rex arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're if you were to play the end against like a six six tackle, I'm dead. Yeah, he he he'd bully you all day. I mean, I, I retire I'm, on the spot. I'd feel bad, man. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, actually, the surge Stuttgart surge, they had the end, and he was probably around five five, oh, and. And when, had a rough day. yeah, I mean, the problem is I broke the, the bone in my knee in the first quarter. So the first quarter, I think I pancaked him like four or five times without even trying. Like we ran power and, and we had a double team and I told my tight end, he doesn't even have to bother come down because I pushed him once and he just fell over. <laughs> he just, he just fell over. <laughs> Is it that video on your Instagram when you run and push the guy to? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's my Centurion story, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That's that's the guy. <laughs> I feel bad for him. That's somebody's yeah. child. You doing this to? Uh, he 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 was kind of upset about it too. I mean, <laughs> no he was, there's there's tape like there was one there's one um play where uh, I I wouldn't say I was holding him. <laughs> but it could have been a hold, like Your possibly must have slipped under his jersey. Right, and and he was going bananas about about the whole deal. He was going crazy, like he's holding me, he's holding me, and I and I believe I don't know if he heard, but I, I said, I don't even if I didn't hold, he wouldn't stand a chance all day. And I, <laughs> and the play after that, I broke my knee. So <laughs> so long story short, never chalk trash because karma will get you. <laughs> No, actually, offensive lineman, you are the probably the meanest people ever. No, I'm actually I'm I'm the nicest person. If I if I, I put you, you on your back, nice. Yeah, if I if I put you on your back, I will actually ask you if you're fine. But but most people will get pissed out off about it. Once like, I played against uh, a guy who actually now plays for Temple, the college. Temple, oh, that's 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 a good college. Yeah, he kicked my ass, but he was <laughs> he was a gentleman. He was giving well, me tips while kicking my ass. 
uh, that's 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 the whole deal, man. If if you're if you're a good player, you you shouldn't be an asshole. Like you should be the nicest player on the field because you you can make everybody else around you better. Like one cup, like and you're out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, when we played Barcelona uh, in Cologne, there was this one guy. I put him on his back, and I and I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like "nice try" or "well tried." And he flipped and punched me in the face mask, like in the helmet, and we got 15 yards and an automatic first down for it. Like we had, we we would just had to punt the ball away because we had like four, four, fourth and ten, and just because I put him on his back and and said, "Hey, nice try," <laughs> we got an automatic first down for it. <laughs> That's a game, good game plan. I had like actually had three personal fouls drawn against me, like three guys came up to me and punched me in the helmet or, or uh, whatever they did. One, I'm reconsidering one my compliment about saying you were nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm too nice. I'm too nice to the people. They don't like that. <laughs> well, I can understand if you put them on their back. If Do you know uh, the guy from Fa Frankfurt? Uh, he has Meta. I think he's number really 90, 95. Uh, he, he's a really nice guy. He also has a podcast. But um. He, the first game he played, we didn't really know each other. And I put him on his back and he got mad about it. He got up and just straight up ran. He aimed for my head with his helmet, like with all, <laughs> with all that he had. And I also gave us like 15 for free. <laughs> In total, how many yards have you given your team by being a nice person? Uh, 60 this year, 60. Great. That's that's not that's not too bad, right? <laughs> not really good. You know the Leipzig King quarterback, no cornerback, Alpha Jallo. Oh, the the do you know the clip about him? Oh my my Instagram number. He's number seven, right? No, eight. I think I don't eight. Know. Okay. Well, if he's number seven, I have a nice clip about him <laughs> from him. <laughs> yeah, not not really, but it, it looks funny. <laughs> No, Alpha, he came to Sweden to play with the team. His first game, our center's face fell on Alpha's fist, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So Alpha got ejected. Damn. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's messed up. Yeah, it's, it's he just... the ball twice and scored twice. Then he punched the guy. He got ejected. Yeah, you can't, be, you can't do that. If you get ejected, you can't help your team. You, you, if you you can't get ejected from a game ever. Like I've been ejected once, but it was because of bullshit. You, you just can't get ejected. There's no yeah, way you should ever get ejected as a football player. Also, me, I got ejected for some bullshit reason. What was your reason? Uh, I I so I was uh, I came back from the states, and I played one game for uh, a smaller team. And I played off, and I, I only was going to play defensive line because I didn't want to hurt anyone on the old line. But then we had a guy go down on injury, and I had to play right tackle. And do you know the scene from uh, Blindside with Michael Ower where he kind of like blocks the guy 80 yards downfield? Yeah, why didn't he stop? I didn't hear the whistle one. Yeah, yeah, where he like refinishes him out of bounds. Basically, that. But only forty yards downfield, and the way I finished that kid, he they had to get like an R, like uh, uh, they had to get doctors and shit because they thought I punctured his lung. 
Like I, <laughs> I finished. I finished him with so much, like nastiness. I don't. I don't even know how to explain. That was the. That was probably the best block I've ever had. But to be fair, the kid was like half my size. I didn't even mean to hurt him. But, but and fresh the, out of getting D1 offers. Right, right. So I kind of felt myself okay. playing online. I couldn't I couldn't just like play play it soft there. I had to give it my best. So um, how did yeah, it feel was... coming from a high division in high school to the second well, the game the game was super slow for me. The game it was like the DNs when I had my third step, he was still in his in his stance. So that was that was that was insane. But like the that was the first penalty they they gave me a penalty for unnecessary roughness or unnecessary blocking I don't know, and and the play after that I got the same penalty and I got ejected. Did he puncture more lungs that game? Uh, no, he they he actually was fine. He just couldn't breathe for like a good minute. <laughs> Poor guy. Definitely. <laughs> Wish him the best. Wish you still yeah, alive. That, that that was like seven years ago, so I think he's fine. Or is he? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but how is the LFL like as a league? How many times a week do you guys practice? Uh, for um, Centurions, last year we did like three practices a week, two in full pads and one walkthrough. But I think for this year, um, we're going to do more. But I'm not quite sure yet because they have not released our schedules. But I know that some teams they actually practice five times a week, like the Barcelona Dragons have, and um, I think Leipzig has, like the Kings did. Um, so they they have we had a bunch of teams in the league that practiced four to five times a week, and that it really shows. I mean, if you practice four to five times a week, you're you're. It shows. Yeah, you're just gonna get better, a lot better than the other teams or over the season. It's just, it's just facts. I mean, I mean, it really showed for us because we went three and two, the first five games, or or yeah, three and two, I think. Did we go three and two or did we go four and one? No, I think we actually did go four and one, right? Yeah, we went four and one, and then we went one and four. Like the first five games, we went four out of five, and then uh, the last games, we we only win one out of five. Like that, just yeah, the other teams got a lot better than than we did, and and on top of that, we had a lot of injuries as well. A bad I injury. Hope you guys so. bounce back for the next season, at least. Well, we have we only have one goal, and that's like playing in the LF Bowl and win it. <laughs> I mean, but probably every franchise has to go, but we. We actually I think, think so. that we we think that we have the the team assembled to to get it done, but we just have to get everything together over the next couple of months and be a good team. I mean, I really, I'm I'm really shocked in a positive way of of our new head coach and and Roser. He's done a great job so far, and he's a players' coach. At the same time, he doesn't really he's not too much of a players' coach. He wants to win, but like. He, he's a, he's a, just a great guy and a great coach. I'm very excited to to have him as a, as a head coach for us. Yeah, the whole ELF is really exciting. A yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very 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 tough to to win it all in this league with in the next year or two. Like last year was tough to win to win to win it all, but this year it's gonna be even tougher because there's a lot of talent coming from the GL, GFL into the ELF. 
there's a lot of talent coming from other top leagues uh, from Europe into the ELF. So yeah, Austria, yes, Austria has great has played has played great football over the last few years. None from really Sweden good. yet. Sweden is the French players. There's there's going to be a lot a lot of guys that 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 haven't played in DLF last year that are going to play in DLF this year that have some serious ta- talent and I'm some pretty sure is also coming in. Right. Yes. Um, uh, but, but you know, and to win in the DLF, you got to have the best homegrown players. Like import players, like the U.S. imports, especially. There's a lot of them. Like. Yes, you want to have like a guy like Marjorie London, like like a good running back and a great person overall. But if you don't have the best, let's say if you're a German franchise and you don't have the best German players or the best German roster led per se, you're gonna have a hard time winning the game because it's just too important. Like it's two out of eleven players that can be American. So you gotta have nine guys that that have that that can play good football. So you gotta have the best homegrown players in the league. In order to to actually make it to 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 the playoffs and and be somewhat important in in, in the championship conversation, and I think we that have was that. actually the last coach said we had we had here. He said some he, teams build their teams around the import players, and when they go out, the whole team crumbles. Right, and you you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that, and that's when we don't do that. I mean, of course, Marder, Marder is a big part of our offense. But um, last year we were a run-heavy team, and this year we're going to be a lot more versatile. We're going to spread the ball around, but I'm not going to go into much detail because I don't know myself for sure what we're going to run, But and I don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> we're going to be a lot more versatile, and, and it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good offense. Uh, I hope our if, if our defense can can come together like they were supposed to in the preseason last year, before we had some serious injuries, I think we're going to do just fine. And if you make it to the playoffs, honestly, there's uh, a high chance that you uh, make it to the actually, if you make it to, yeah, then you make it to the bowl game. But if you make it to the playoffs, that anything happened, anything can happen. Like you can beat any team. If you make it to the playoffs in the ELF, you can beat any team that that's in there. Easy. Like, the, decent, the defense doesn't show you can line up as a defensive end. <laughs> I was supposed to do that last year, but they ended up signing Mike Taylor instead. <laughs> I mean, not 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 bad. <laughs> no. I'd say Mike is a lot better than me, though. <laughs> is he though? Show up on practice. Yeah, he 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 actually plays in uh, where he's playing now. I think I think he signed in Spain somewhere, but I'm not positive on that. The Cobras. Uh, no, it's uh, Atrium Steel Sharks. I don't even know where that is. Exactly. This is where he signed. It's Austria, Austrian football. So he's going to play in Austria, but not in the ELF. That's sad. Well, he didn't care. I, 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 we talked a little bit. I, I, he said he didn't care as much where he's going to play. It's more about oh. convenience because he has a girlfriend and, and stuff, so. So you play for your hometown. You haven't moved. Yes. No, I haven't moved. I've played for another team like once for one season, but that's about it. And I've only I've always played for Cologne Falcons, and now I'm playing for the Cologne Centurions. So you I decided that, to stay home. I believe other yes. teams give you offers. Yeah. I had some looks from, from across the league. Like uh, I wasn't in very serious talks with uh, Ryan Fire, but 
it's not it's not the right the right situation for me to to do that as a, it's like a more like a personal thing than a sports thing. I mean, Reinfeldt is going to have a good team, and I had offers from uh, Leipzig Kings as well. But I, same with Reinfeldt, it's just like too far out for me at the moment to actually pursue a football career there. Maybe in the future, who knows? I don't believe everybody in the LF gets paid, right? I I, I think so. I'm I'm pretty sure that every player is getting somewhat some sort of money, but of course there's uh, levels to it. Um, of course, in the U.S. import, like Madrid, London is going to make more than a third string defensive end or third string defensive back or whatever. That's understandable. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I'm everybody makes money. Everybody, every player is getting paid. That's what that's what that's what a so pro league is. It's a pro league, not a semi. Right? No, no, it's a pro league. Everybody's getting paid. So mm. if you're if you're a player in the LF, you can call yourself a pro athlete. <laughs> Any team from the LF makes me make me a pro athlete, right? <laughs> they gotta give you, they they gotta give you a shot. I mean, we had we had guys on a practice squad last year that did not see the field once. And how while big it's, is it though? What, like what? How massive is the sport in Germany? Uh, it has grown a lot. Like I, when I played in twelve years ago, it wasn't even close as big. Like people would mistake in football for rugby, and now with the <laughs> Now in 2021 or in 2022, uh, people actually want to talk to you about football. Like they said, they add, they come up to you and ask, like, "Have you seen the game on Sunday?" Or how's so you your... are a celebrity now? No, not really a celebrity, but like in my gym, people tend to want to talk to me a lot more about football than they're than they used to. And so you hold a lot of babies, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love it because in Sweden it's kind of dying. Of the sport? Oh, it's not. It's not I on hype. Okay, that's too bad, man. In Germany, it's great. I thought in Europe overall it's growing, but you tell yeah, a me lot of, a lot of players actually getting out of Sweden. Yeah, they they want yeah because they want to play in the ELF, right? Or yeah, or, it's yeah, like the spot now to be. I, I I thought Sweden actually played some good football, but I. I don't know. Do they like they the, lost in the finals? The European against Italy. Yeah, the God. God what's his name? Gothia. Gun. 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 Gunther. Okay. What was that? Gunther. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I call him Gautier. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good player. We faced him twice. Uh, that's why that's why I figured Sweden has to play some decent football if that guy comes from Sweden. <laughs> he's a special guy actually so yeah he he is we we got a penalty like we we were he was pissing us off so much in the playoffs that we actually drew a penalty because we kept pushing him and pushing him as two guys and we didn't want to stop because he was pissing us pissing us off so much because he played so well <laughs> great athlete yeah he is he's he's quick he can really he can read the offense a lot better than most he used to play safety so yeah, he can read the offenses a lot, a lot better than than any other non-US import than that that I've met. Well, of he course, there's gonna be a guy. That, what was that? Did he win defensive play of the year? Was it Kitchens? No, that was Kitchens, and he deserved it. Yeah, he, he had really like hundred sacks. 
Yeah, but he had zero against me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Don't tell him that he, he's gonna. We we will play the Thunder next year, and he I'm 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 scared that he's gonna try to <laughs> to actually get a sack lining up across. He the put on thirteen uh, kilos of solid muscles now on the off season. I I thirteen. I doubt that, but we'll see. I, I got twenty kilos in one year. Oh, you did or he did? I did. Not a oh, muscle. But- yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought I twenty well, kgs is still kind of kgs. Yeah, that's it's it's a lot of weight. It's I'm telling you, hang out with me two weeks. I'll get you to any weight you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm slowly getting there. I don't need to rush it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me. I don't need to rush it. I don't want to be here obese. <laughs> I'm not obese, actually. What? I'm actually close to obesity, but not. I was. I used to be. I used to be three hundred and thirty-five pounds when I was fifteen. So that's kind of beast. Man, you were yeah, a thick boy. Big. Yeah, I was big, and then I started cutting, and I got a lot better at football. Like I didn't need. You don't need to be three forty pounds. Your technique is crispy, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, that's what I. I mean, not a lot of. I don't know any person, or I know one person actually that played offensive line at 240 pounds at, at that level like and being an all-star also yeah i mean it, it wasn't easy especially considering most guys that i lined lined up across from were stronger than me like a lot stronger so everything i had to do had like if, if there was a, a play that i lost it was probably pu- just because i got out muscled or outpowered like if last last season, if you were to just line up in, in front of me and bull rush me, you probably would have like an eighty five percent chance of succeeding if you outweighed me by at least ten pounds. Usually, guys who grow up like bigger have zero technique because they lay yeah. their weight yeah. too much. Right. Yeah. And 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 they made me stop doing that when I was in the states. I was very fortunate to have had probably the best coaching staff that I could have possibly asked for. Like um, my position coach, Pat Watson, he played five years in Bowling Green or four years. I'm not quite sure. Um, He really, really put a lot of emphasis on the, on small, on like pay attention to detail. And uh, when I worked out with him in the off season, after our season, he really, really made me a lot, a lot, a lot better. Like, insanely better like i've never been coached that way and i probably will never be coached that way again and to top everything off we had like probably the best high school head coach that that there will be in illinois with mike stein like he's in the he already is in the hall of fame he he retired actually like two years ago or three years ago um but he is the guy like he was the guy i'm still in touch with him like it's been seven years and he constantly reaches out to me asking how I'm doing. And it's just, that's just beautiful to see how football can build relationships like that and actually keep them, keep them upright. And to get back to what we were talking about when, when I was working out there and I had to stop relying on weight and, and my size because there were guys that were bigger than me. So I, I actually had to make, uh, had to make up some, some of it like, with technique so 
that's what it that's where it all started and that's when i that's when i started to realize it's not about actually not really about what your size is but it's about the size of a player that it's it's inside of you you know what i mean like <clears throat> the 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 fight is skill. the dog right right like the skill that the skill set that 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 you you have and and you only get that by playing and by by playing the game over and over by doing reps over and over i don't know how many starts i've had out of my three point stance but i probably couldn't like i probably over a couple of ten thousands like i'd say like i've had a bunch of reps on all the different movements that you do as an offensive lineman and it's for as fortunate as i was i've played i started playing the foot uh the sport at the age of 10 and not many guys actually do that in europe like no. it's a rare sight to have a guy that starts playing that that early and keep and sticks with it that's like rare it's really rare because people get scared by that age right no no actually if you start playing the game that's what i've that's what i found out like i've been coaching for a couple of years now too if you start playing a game at the age of 16 or 70 you're less likely to um get rid of the the anxiety when it comes to the contact of this of the sport like there's so many guys that i've seen that are just scared of getting hit or hitting someone and that's what you don't have if you start playing the sport as early as i have or some other guys might have like you you just you don't you don't care about the contact like it, it's just it's just normal for you you've grown up with it and if you're too old when you start playing the sport you're gonna have a tougher time actually allowing to get hit or hitting someone or actually hitting someone hard and there's a lot of guys that you will see that would just stop before contact or slow down before contact but it's something you don't want to do like you want to accelerate through the contact <laughs> no some people are great athlete but they scared dead, they're scared afraid of contact right yeah that, and that's and that's too bad but if you get if you start playing the sport too late that's just what happens i mean that's the the sad side of the sport i mean it's 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 not an easy sport and not everybody can play it just because of the fact that there's a lot of contact involved. It's just like rugby or boxing. Not everybody's meant to be a boxer or a fighter. Not, yeah. not everybody's meant to be a football player. And that's fine. And no, and if, can, if I, if I right. <laughs> and if I didn't have uh, my friend and uh, in, in grade in my fifth grade who dragged me to football practice, I probably wouldn't be playing either. I'd probably be a goalkeeper somewhere in uh, last division in soccer, like the worst possible club that you could find. And really, I probably, I was a terrible soccer player. I was, but and and overall though, I started playing at the age of two or three. Like when I started running, I started playing soccer, and it really helps you as a as an athlete. Like spacing knowing how your body moves how like how to work in small areas with your feet and using your feet and and that's what that's really key to to being a good athlete is just doing some sort of sport early on in your life you and, see that actually as a coach because i also coach small kids you see yeah, a guy really tall he doesn't understand that he's tall yeah, he they just don't know how their body works or They're reacts really awkward to they run. And and then and then you try to show them something and they're trying to mirror you, mirror you and and they just can't comprehend like for example how to tilt their pelvis. Like just tilt it outward and they you just can't do it. They don't have the control over their body like they should have. 
and that's what that's that's what's missing in in some uh, kids that I coach here to uh, in, in Cologne, for example. There, you just real you just there you can see a clear difference between guys who've played some sort of sports in the early on in their lives and guys who have not played a sport before football. There, it just shows like the way they move and the way they behave in in certain situations. It just shows a lot. Are you a better coach than player, or a player as a coach than a coach? Um, <clears throat> well, I'd say I I probably can be a good coach at some point, but um, right now I'm still I'm still learning. I mean, I can teach you how to play offensive line, but that just doesn't make you a good coach. And I don't know everything to to playing offensive line. I know a lot, but a lot's not everything. And and I if I were to be the best coach that I could possibly be, I would probably need to learn a few more years especially when it comes to how to correct teaching like i correct a lot but sometimes i feel like it's just not the right way that i approach it like with the with the mentality mentality things like um, i'm sometimes i get mad too quickly or upset when it's just when it's not working the way i want it to work and I don't understand why, and they can't, un- and under- they don't understand why either. So I keep showing them over and over and over, and just they just keep messing it up. And they, <laughs> and I, I, I really need to learn how to handle those situations. And let what age group do you coach? Under nineteen. So we okay. installed power the other day, right? And we had, and our, our play side offensive lineman, like the center guard and tackle, just supposed to block down, right? Yeah. T- tight end supposed to block down as well. So we ran power five or six times. Everything was fine. All of a sudden, defense lines up a second guy outside, and a tight end got confused. all confused. And he kept uh, kept telling him, just block down, block down. But as soon as the second linebacker walked up to the line of scrimmage, he just forgot about the blocking down and instead chased the linebacker across the LOS. And I was... And he did that like four or five times. And I repeatedly kept telling him, just block the freak down block down and after his sixth time sixth time i just lost it and i kept i screamed, screamed at him i was like just fucking block down <laughs> and I, I, and I and he came up to me after practice and apologized and i'm like you don't have to apologize for it I, I have to apologize for freaking out like that and he's like yeah well um sometimes if you scream at me i just get it a lot better so just scream at me <laughs> quicker next time and i'm like all right well if that's what you need sure <laughs> usually in u19 players are like more focused and then the grown-ups yeah the they game. yeah th- no they are they they are coachable right they're they're a lot more coachable than the grown-ups because i've coached uh the falcon senior team for a little bit and they just don't take if they played football for five or six years and they and they're like 28 29 years old and they see this 23 year old coming up trying to teach them something about football they just don't take the coaching at all they they don't like i don't know if it's if it's something personal or if it has to do with my age or whatever but they didn't take the coaching well at all they they just kept doing over and over and made made the same mistakes like they didn't even try to to actually do what i tried to coach them so I really enjoy doing the under with the under nineteen kids. Like they they take the coaching and they try at least try. You know what I mean? They 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 try to do what what you tell them to do. Like what you I, what you tell them. I believe also they look up to you kind of way because you're, yeah yeah you're successful. yeah. I mean, <clears throat> right. I mean they 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 see okay this guy has done something with football or he's gone. Play he knows what places. he's doing. Yeah, he he knows how to play football. It just and that's that's something that 
you need to you need to make sure that when you go there as a coach in the first practice, you don't want to be a dick, but you also don't want to be too nice. And I was probably the biggest asshole of a coach that I could have been <laughs> because I didn't tolerate any joking or laughing or messing around or whatever. I kept sending them running laps whenever they interrupted me speaking or whatever. And now it's, it's like they respect me, but we have a lot more fun with it because I I got I've gotten a lot more loose with it. So it's it's a lot more fun in practice. I I gotta grow as a coach a lot more to answer your question. We had the same field. <laughs> One time we had a like a former JUCO defensive lineman come to coach us. Right, he was a great dude. I love him. Every time we made shit up and stuff like that, he made us run gassers. Yeah, that's that's see that's what I did. With His the name is Adam. So at the end Adam. of the season, we start calling them Adams instead of Geyser. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't normal gas. They were 100 yards, like from end zone to end zone. Oh, that's 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 horrible, man. 100 yards is awful. Listen, we... My conditioning was amazing that season. Oh, dude, when I, when I was in the U.S., we had to run on Mondays and Tuesdays. And we had something that were called loafs, like lack of effort. And for the offense, they would count those. Like whenever you see an offensive line, offensive player not going full effort in practice, it could have been just a walkthrough, or whatever they call loaf. And for each loaf, we had like a, it's not a big big sprint, but it was like from sideline to hash. And in the when they started doing it, we had like one practice, we had like twenty five loaves or thirty oh, loaves. Shit. But but that was after or post or original just monday conditioning so we had we depending on how we did we had let's say in between 15 or 30 gassers right oh shit and right after the gassers we had those 35 loaves <clears throat> and when <clears throat> when i first got there on the first day uh very first day of training camp i think it was 30 eight or 40 suicides and i wasn't in shape at all and i threw up after 10 or 15 but I finished them, and after that, I never had any trouble doing any type of uh, cardio or uh, open up your lungs. That's yeah, what. yeah, and it was it was a whole, the worst experience of my entire life, and I thought I'd die. I, I would die. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I would die. <laughs> quote: Every time we run sprints, he says, uh, "You pass out before you die, so you don't feel nothing." <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you actually would pass out. I felt like <laughs> passing out a couple of times, but I didn't. So, <laughs> Okay, we have questions for each guest. You have to answer them seriously. Okay. okay. Honesty and okay. honor and glory. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is your favorite football concept? In terms of plays or? Yeah, plays, yeah. Uh, power. It's an offensive lineman's dream. <laughs> Run the ball. Yeah, that, that sounds accurate for an offensive lineman. <laughs> okay, the best football uniform. Best un football uniform, and and like in uh, ever you ever seen, you ever wore. NFL, oh, okay. Duke, uh, probably, probably the one that we wore at high school. They were from Nike, and I really liked the way they fit and. Overall, really, really nice jerseys. What was the colorway? Red. 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 Red, red. 
Red Hawks. <laughs> Go Hawks. Right. <laughs> okay, now to the <clears throat> sensitive questions. What is the most unskilled position in football? Most unskilled position. Oh, that's I'm I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but uh, it's probably going to be <sighs> defensive tackle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I, I believe it's most tackle. Most tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to be big and fill the a gap. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Yeah, actually, three of no, two of three guests have said, said that. Back. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not like they don't require a lot of skill, but they require the least amount of skill out of all positions. That's what I would yeah, say. It's not rocket science to follow right. them all. Right. Come yeah. on. <laughs> a linebacker has to drop in coverage at least. Right. Right. Okay. What is the most skilled position? Well, I'd say running back. Oh, running back because they have to. Yeah, they have to read holes. Or it could be offensive line. It's it's either one of the two. Uh, Running backs have to run the ball. They have to be able to catch the ball. They have to be able to block. They sometimes have to be able to throw the ball. I mean, they have to have a lot of abilities, and they have to be quick, fast, athletic. Well-conditioned, and they got to be able to take big hits and just get up and carry the rock one more time. So I'd say that that requires a lot of skill. And if if, if it's not running back, I'd say it's uh, offensive line because yeah. it's 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 the hard it's it's hard it's hard because the defensive lineman is not gonna run into you, so you can just block him. He's gonna try everything in his power to just so you cannot even touch him. So. It's not like they're not moving and you just have to run into them and just move them. You got to be smart with it. And if you make one wrong step on the O-line, the D-line is going to beat you and the play is going to be dead. And also, if you're playing on the O-line, you got to know exactly what the other four guys are doing at all times. You got you to gotta work as a unit. And that's also very, very hard to do. Everybody's got to be on the same page at all times. Yeah, a lot of guests actually said offensive lineman is the trickiest position. Yeah, I agree. Because you're doing all this at a massive size also. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's now with 260, honestly, running stairs is a lot harder than at 240. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're feeling being tall and uh, muscular. And, <laughs> right. I know the exact feeling. <laughs> And now we came to the end of our podcast. We will thank you for coming, Fabian. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. We thank you, the listeners, and see you in the next episode.